we are uh, starting right now. Starting right now. That's how the cookie crumbles here. It's um, now or never. Now or If we never. don't start this podcast right now. We're never going to. I'm out of here. This is our like 30th attempt to try and start this podcast. Yeah. Trying to get it perfect. Um, Simon, I still am a little bit baffled right now. Yeah. I was going through, doing some reminiscing today, finishing mm-hmm. up the Top Bops 2021 playlist, <sighs> getting it back up to... You're being so updated. good. You're so good. I even spent a little time trying to do some like really bad photoshopping. I think part of my head is carved out um, okay. for the cover art for the playlist. So um, practice makes perfect. Uh, you, you know, leaders in the audience, if you are Photoshop experts mm. um, and want to um, be an intern for us, mm. you can learn how to um, audio edit. With it, you can also learn how to video edit. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's so much you can do and so much experience to gain. And honestly, I'll also teach you how to deal with the being a, uh, like having a really shitty boss. Because I will be Mm, so mean. You will be the worst boss. But then I'll also teach you how like sometimes you can turn something that's so bad into something that's so great. We're going to probably get DQ at one point. Oh my God. Can you believe? If I live next to a Dairy Queen... (laughs) Oh my God, Mama! Game over. Game over. <laughs> I'd go in the winter too. Why not? Oh, I would go all seasons, Absolutely. Mama. Absolutely. Um, what's new? Anything new with you? <sighs> you know, um, kickball season ended. It did. It ended, and that's a big part of our lives. You know what's so crazy? Yeah. Um, both of our teams uh, ended up in kind of that fifth place running. Snubbed. Yeah. Like we both snubbed at the Grammys, which like, honestly, to say that we are peers, um, mm-hmm. feels pretty good for my team, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, I think we had mirror records in terms of um, mm-hmm. how many losses and wins we both had. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Felt kind of, felt kind of good, but yeah, you're right. Kickball's mm-hmm. over. I'm now at like, I wish I could say I'm trying to figure out what to do with my Sundays, but fucking dodgeball's coming right through the. the and you know me, I opt out. Of dodgeball, you need that to is a violent sport. Violent. It's violent. Yeah, some people actually bring hard balls and they paint them the same color red. Oh my god, it's like yeah. the opposite of that deflate gate thing with Tom Brady. I do not yeah. know why I know. It that. was an inflate gate, it but was. inflated <laughs> with like I don't know something really heavy, water. That would, hurt. that would really hurt. That would hurt. That would still hurt. Anyways. I don't know if you could throw it very far. Ugh. Probably not. Who knows? Um, well, <sighs> we're here. Um, we're doing a little bit of a repeat where we're having a guest from our previous season. Word on the street is a kickball champion. <clears throat> Turns out that his team actually won. Um, Turns but, out. But based on the cheering, I don't know about that. I, <laughs> I don't know. You're t- I, I went home right away. I took a nap. Yeah, I know you did. Sorry. Literally, like, I, I literally, we all show up there and we're all, um, like, my team is all there cheering and hanging out at the bunt- or bottoms. And we're like, where the fuck did the bunts go? All y'all left. I just want to say there was not a formal announcement. There shouldn't need to be. From the captain (laughs) saying, hey, stick around. Um, So long story short, we have music aficionado, um, lover of year-end lists, lover of award shows. Author. Lover of the album Lover by Taylor Swift. None other than Luke Miller. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That was all very kind. I love that of the albums you're going to pick, you pick my least favorite Taylor Swift album. Well, I think you love them all. I am correct. I feel, I feel like you would you wouldn't have anything bad to say about it. Uh, when are we going to get the lover 
Taylor's version. Oof, we're not. She, that was her first one she owned. Well, for oh, oh, right. wow. Lord knows something's gonna go wrong in the paperwork, and she's gonna have to. She's gonna find something to be mad about. Lord or Lord, which Lord? I think l- both Lords probably know the E and without the E. Yes. That's right. That's yes, right. yes, yes. Um, what is your favorite Taylor album? Uh, folklore. Like it just came out in a time in my life when like I really needed that, and I would say probably that. Okay. Um, but obviously, I mean, nineteen eighty nine also like it that album was kind of like game changer fun fact i do own 1989 on vinyl you do it was 14 dollars on amazon you can't say no uh-huh. so i just said well i might as well that's a deal mm-hmm. that's and called expensive. having it just in your library mm-hmm. yeah and she's expensive those vinyls right away mama 42 dollars oh, okay yeah. well like yeah. also though that the they just announced that the fucking red whatever is gonna be four fucking vinyls like mm-hmm. oh my god are you god. kidding me and also in oh other news god. speaking of that like um taylor moved her release up a week because someone decided that mm-hmm. they wanted to take that week yeah mm-hmm. and it, who was it it's adele it's adele that's and, my Adele impression, by the way. And you know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Adele. It's Adele. It's me. It's Adele. Yeah. I couldn't do it's it. It's not great, but I'm working on it. Uh-huh. Is that a PC? <laughs> no, it's Adele. <laughs> nice. Um, so, you know how I think that Adele convinced Taylor to move dates? Um, well, I'm sure she didn't really need to do very much. Probably. But you know how much, how like Taylor is just fucking in love with the number 13 to the point that it's like annoying? <laughs> she will like do like complex math to be able to somehow make her release date for anything be a 13. She loves a riddle. Mm-hmm. She loves it. She loves it. Well, I did some Google and mathing, and it turns out the date that uh, Adele will likely be releasing her album is November 19th. And her album's likely going to be called 30. Now, what is 11 plus 19? Use uh, your calculators. Oh, there's. Give, give it a minute. Give it a minute. It's 30. <laughs> yeah. You know, Taylor was like, kudos, I have to give you this date because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a numbers queen. I love numbers. I went and to school for numbers. I she went did. To, <laughs> she said, I went to school one year for numbers. Mm-hmm. Arithmetic, as they call it. Across the pond. You know what else she did, though? She did go to school for spelling, because spelling is fun. Oh. Lover. Me. <laughs> no, I, I'll admit to that one. I'm a famous Taylor Swift apologist. Mm-hmm, I think she mm-hmm. can do no wrong for the most part. That being said, me was very much, it was very obvious. Her record label was like, we need something for the kids here. Mm, we, and, and you know what? Yeah. The kids... The kids hated it, too. It, probably. The kids hated it, too. You know what? Yeah. They the probably kids are not right. Um... Well, so this week uh, we're reviewing, we're doing another kind of fun exploration in terms of the music that we are exploring on the podcast, mm. but not too far because it's still a girl, yeah, still gay, yeah, um, and still kind of in the public eye. I would say mm-hmm. um, this yeah, week yeah. we're reviewing Brandy Carlisle's new album. Yes, absolutely. Um, I can't even remember what the name of the, the t- it's called. Uh, in these silent days, mm. um, mm-hmm. did you guys listen? Of course, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be going solely based on the names of the songs, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Luke, tell me what's your relationship to Brandy? Are you a fan? 
Yeah. So first of all, let me say I was on this podcast season one, and let me say Absolutely. to our what do you call them leaders? Leaders. leaders. Yeah. To the leaders out mm-hmm. there, it was very low budget, very indie, and now being back on season two, it's like I'm on the Warner Brothers lot. I mean, this is <laughs> wow. We, yeah. we have we have a to set the scene. We have a blanket laying over my kitchen island. We're I get no, a chair this time. No longer sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Only the best. And that's pretty much all that's changed. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, man. We do put a limiter on. Um, yeah, we, we, we now sides. know how to do, like, the most basic form of editing now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's all that really matters. Yeah. But yeah. my relationship with Brandy, so I've actually known about her since probably, like, 2008, 2009. So growing up, like, I was really good friends with this kid. And I, like, idolized his sister. And so she had, like, the coolest taste in music. It was like outside of pop. It was kind of like more coffee shop music. So I was like, ooh, edgy. So she would listen to Brandy. She listened to Regina Spector, Ingrid Michaelson. And so those three kind of get lumped in together for me, even though they couldn't be any more different. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I remember listening to the story and just being like, wow, who is this? Who is this Mm -hmm. icon? I I said the same thing when I looked at that album cover. I saw that slick bag hail. I was like, who is this? Who is this? And that's that's like that's like a new thing. That's like a new edgy part of, uh-huh. of Brandy's like overall appearance or whatever else. It's very like lesbian book editor. <laughs> it's it it very much does scream. I am a lesbian. Yes. Like yes. I think that that I don't know if I've seen a straight woman with that haircut. Not the haircut, but the yeah. the the like wet hair is like very much oh. a trend. I want to go away. Really? I oh. love a wet hair. Uh, uh, I do. Whenever it's a drag- Blair St. Clair, yeah. All Stars. Yeah. I was I just about yeah. to say, whenever I see a drag queen with like damp wet hair like that, I'm like, oh God. It is in the drag world definitely like a cliche at this mm-hmm. point, I feel like. The the wet hair. Yeah, the wet hair. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, if I could pull off some long locks looking a little damp, I would. <laughs> I'm actually wearing uh, my hair wet right now. Yeah, you you're tell? you're fully made up. Yeah, it's <laughs> doing, doing something special. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you guys know the history of like how Brandy Carlisle started? I think you probably do because we went. I'm I'm pointing at Luke. Luke probably knows because we went to a show together and she she talked through to the audience. Do you remember that show? And then there was a girl in front of us who was watching some basketball game while she oh, was yeah, performing. She, was watching a, yeah, like, she wasn't watching the concert at all. Lesbian. You, Simon, were you there when I was at the... Um, <laughs> we were at like an EDM show and I started watching Lady Gaga's um, Enigma yeah, thing, yeah. AT&T thing at the middle of the show and I held it, I held it up oh, like with God. my... Ha- this was very much her, but with like watching high school basketball. High school basketball? I think so. And it, she was like alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to chat about <laughs> the amount of high school sports that are legally broadcast via like ESPN these days. Mm-hmm. And why? Why? Who's well, watching they, that besides perverts? I don't <laughs> think that there's much to watch. Like, I, I really think that there's like trying to scrape for content because a lot of oh, things are like God. not the same. Who the fuck wants to watch high school sports? Let a, oh, I wouldn't. Like, let's, I, let's I wouldn't watch it. sports, period. I wouldn't care if it's oh, high school wow. or not. Well, I love a sport. I think it'd be fun to watch the high schoolers because they're probably making some really shitty plays, <laughs> you know? Or like, how do you feel about like Little League World Series? That's a pervert show. Who is watching? I, I think you go out of the gutter and think that everything's sexual, Simon. Well, why is this on ESPN? I'm sorry, I'm taking this. Because it's sports. <sighs> I don't see a little league um, soccer showdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, 
Okay, so um, do you want to get back? What, what's the history of Brandy Carlisle? Yeah, the you history of Brandy Carlisle. Um, so Brandy like grew up in Seattle area. She is a Seattle okay. native. Um, Starbucks, where Derek lives right now. Derek, friend of the uh, pod. Friend of the pod. Hi. Um, and she was always wanting to do singer songwriter stuff. So she was going was going from like coffee shop to coffee shop, kind of just trying to to find people to listen to her. And there were these two guys, these two brothers, the Hanseroth, I think their their last name is. Yeah, Hanseroth brothers. Um, and they had kind of found a way to, to break into the scene. They were, weren't oh. like huge by any means, but they were mm. something. And she just kept pestering and pestering them to play with them. So and then finally they did. And then she was like, well, now it's the Brandy Carlisle show. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. and, at the, and at the concert we went to, she had them with her. Yeah, so the, 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 the show we went to was, there's this, this new venue that opened up in the Twin Cities that's open actually across like the country called the Fillmore. The Fillmore, And yes. it was the first show in Minneapolis at that venue. I have yet yep. to go to the Fillmore. It, it is, uh, I think maybe it'll be reopening it Maybe. is. Claro's going to be there. Claro. Claro. We love Claro. Okay. We love Claro. Um, and so they started recording music and everything else like that. Um, since then, that's like where you got the story, and that's where she kind of really started to find success and and uh, stuff with, with uh, her music and with their music, I guess. Um, won some, I think she won some Grammys for the story, didn't she? So she was completely kind of, I don't want to say irrelevant, but like nobody knew who she was. She had like that cult following. And then By the Way I Forgive You came out. So it was actually the joke that was like probably her biggest song in terms of like what the world knows of her. And that was when the Grammys like took off. And then she had that killer performance, which was like sang the roof off the place. Like one of the best Grammy performances ever. For real. That's right. That's right. Oh, it is. It's, we'll watch it. We'll have to watch it. Okay. Okay. Um, but she just like has continued to blow it out of the park. And I think like at first she was not super out and open about her sexuality, but I think like the lesbians all talk and they kind of already like they kind of knew. So like the lesbians talk, if you are looking for an artist where you're going to see probably the most like capita of lesbian women, it's going to be at a Brandy Carlisle show. Right. Um, and also, I've, let's in the demographic of the LGBTQ community, uh, lesbians are probably the least flashy, and I mean that as a compliment. Of like, they're not the first to be like, "I'm gay," whereas no, like, no. white gays are like, "Me." Uh-huh. <laughs> we have those rainbows everywhere, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have rainbow contacts in right now. Yeah, that'd be fierce. Sponsored by IMAD. <laughs> did we talk about the term chuggy last week? <laughs> I don't know if we did or we didn't, but like, let's talk about it now. I don't think we did. I heard that Gen Z refers to millennial things that are like dumb, outdated, cringy as the word chuggy. Yeah. Gross. Also, how do, who are you? No, but like I had to, so when I like asked about what that was, like they were saying things like Lululemon is chuggy. What? Which I just don't, uh, they're really probably get. supporting like that like athleisure trend, which is so annoying. Even though that is Louis. I don't mind but. athleisure at all. Mama, I would live in athleisure and go to work in athleisure if I were allowed. I when I see like Haley Bieber or Justin Bieber like wearing like Goodwill clothes, I just hate when rich people wear stuff from Goodwill. And like I have nothing Fair. against Goodwill, but it's like you like mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos, same story. It's like Stop right now. I want you in like 18th century, like King George outfit. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. You are not As long one as of it's us. upcycled, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe it's not thrift store, but I do, you know what? 
I think that upcycling is, is one of the best ways we can help um, solve the planetary wow. crisis. That mm. was a PSA we weren't expecting. And you know? All wow. from Chugi. All from Chugi. All from Chugi. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gen Z. That's why I steal all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing I'll say on the topic, um, we went to a DJ set recently Oh, we did. And there oh, was, I went to Dombrowski this weekend. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy belated. So fun. Um, but what made me think about that was I just kept seeing sunglasses. Oh, and they're not just normal sunglasses either. They're like, they're pencil sunglasses or even just like one guy looked like it had like the hole punch. And yeah. he did that with the glasses and he kept the little hole punch part of it. Like yeah. that's a small little fr- I was like, those aren't so, doing anything. <laughs> this is my newest academic pursuit is like trying to understand the sunglasses at night or in dark spaces trend mm-hmm. that Gen Z is pushing. Um, so I'm, I'm already there. I'm, I'm bringing sunglasses everywhere I go from here on out. I'm just deciding on what pair yeah. to buy. Uh-huh. Let's, let's, let's decide together. Okay. Should we- <laughs> I'll send you some options. <laughs> You know what, like, uh, one of my favorite places to, to wear sunglasses is? Hmm. The movie theater, when watching a 3D movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, church? <laughs> Catholic mass? Catholic mass. Okay, so I didn't prepare either of you for this question, but it was something that as I've been listening to our episodes trying to get us caught up with things Mm -hmm. one of the things that we mentioned that we would do but we didn't do yet and we should do right now and it's gonna be coming it's gonna come fast quick hasty all of the above i have to go to the bathroom it is officially october which means that summer is very clearly over what was the song of the summer this year oh my god what was your pick oh what god. was what was everyone's pick for song of the summer and why okay, i gotta look at my, my playlist okay i don't even know if it came out in the summer but probably you by mm-hmm. dj oh. regard Troy Sivan, yeah. um tate mccray love yeah you, you love that song it's so, so i would i wouldn't i would have okay i would have guessed that Easy, even though it also did not come out this summer. Yeah, I that doesn't like easy count. Has, but like that was your song count. of the summer, you know. <sighs> I think. Yeah. What? What Maybe. does summer? When does summer end? Uh, end of October or early October? Like October, I feel like is the end of summer. So I would say my music taste is typically like described as like sad girl energy, mm, and yes. so these mm-hmm. two songs made me want to be a like drag queen. Um, Have mercy by Chloe. Okay, and then okay. good ones by Charlie. Like. Good ones is a good it, yeah, like those solid. to me, and th- but those came out in like September, so it's like we can. I don't know. That. I don't we know. You can like you can sneak in at the last minute with the song of the summer as long as it is the song of the summer. And I feel like yeah, that's right. Like those were just two bops that were like age appropriate for me. Which is, is no shade to Olivia. No shade. Yeah, who, who I love, who I defended love. famously against Courtney Love on Instagram. Did but you? Did. Oh, how did that go? She, Courtney didn't respond. Um, because I got her. But Olivia did. That's right. <laughs> she didn't know what to say. She didn't know what was coming. She didn't know what to say. I do remember that interaction with Courtney Love, like, trying to shade Olivia as a girl. Yeah, you don't own prom. And also, you yeah. completely copied Carrie the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> right. we all owe like, Sissy Spacek. Whatever. Right. I'm a, like, I'm an Olivia Rodrigo 
Stan, Stan. I love Olivia Rodrigo. We are Rodrigo Nation. Mm-hmm. Rodrigo Nation. <laughs> Olivia Nators. Olivia Nators. You both know Winston, right? Oh, yes. We love. Winston yes. refers to her. He gets her name wrong every single time. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, Alicia Rodrigo. Alicia. Like, it's like he's Alicia. combining Alicia Cara and <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. He's like, I don't listen to music with words. No, he does. He does. <laughs> he does. Uh-uh. That's so funny. I've had like people be like, I could do like a classical album on your podcast. And I'm like, I would rather die. <laughs> it would be tough to I, discuss. I like classical music, but I'm not. I mean, I didn't go to Berkeley School of Music. No, you know? not for me. Not for me. Um, my song of the summer, I feel like it's got to be Solar Power. Yeah, it's that's gotta, a good one. That's it's got to be Solar Power because one. I think that when it came out, it was the beginning of the summer. It hit at the right time for sure. It hit at the right time, and it was truly like this. It set us up for what I my envisionment of a perfect summer would be, which mm. is just kind of like hanging with your friends at the beach and just like right. technology is thrown to the wayside. Mm-hmm. And then like literally a week later, I broke my, uh, <laughs> my clavicle and I couldn't be outside for like a month and a half. So <laughs> it it's still like embodied what summer means mm-hmm. to me. And I can't wait to listen to it next summer on the beach, on the boat. That's a great. And that everywhere. happened on the summer solstice, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was announced or released on the summer solstice or something. Mm-hmm. It got leaked. Oh. And then she just was like, fine, here you go. Fine, here you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no, it, did it come, it came out. No, I think just like maybe a music video came out on the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. Because I think that her album was like July, right? I think. And I think her, um, Solar Power came out in like April, right? I don't know. No, I don't know. No. This is this is a lot no. of work. Yeah. Something's, you know what? That's not true. But as as we look this up, um, Brandy Carlisle for me um, became aware of her from the story, but then like I think truly, um, kind of was like I need to go to her concert and I need to be into her. Was watching everyone's Instagram stories when she was performing at the State Fair. Oh, State Fair! Mm-hmm. It was like. I was tearing up and it was just like 10 second clips and I was yeah. like, this is so fucking good. Oh, wow. And so when she was coming, I was like, Luke, do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And we went. And so the show that we went to was actually um, just the three of them. So it was just the two brothers and Brandy. Usually she has a full band. Mm. Um, so it was super intimate, super kind of just uh, off, um, stripped down, I guess. Stripped down, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was so, 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 so good. I was like, I am obsessed with her at that point. That mm-hmm. She was my, um, when I went to Australia, I think that summer or whatever else, she was like the, her latest album was like on one of my only albums I had downloaded. Mm. And I listened to it like the entire plane ride, the entire time I was there. Fucking love Brandy Carlisle. Mm-hmm. And then when I was at, um, Bottle Rock, which is like the Napa Music Festival. Yeah. She was scheduled to perform, but because Chris Stapleton couldn't show up, <laughs> she ended up performing for an hour and a, she extended her set an extra half hour, so she was performing for an hour and a half. And then she she leaves stage for like 20 minutes and comes back on. And then she has the High Women. Brandy oh, Carlisle performed oh, for 3 yeah. hours and I was just literally like 
are you kidding me? You are so fucking good. This mm-hmm. is so magical because the high women is like Marin Morris and so many other people. And it just is like to be able to get all these super powerful vocalists that are all women that have like, when, when you come together for those types of like groups for your making those albums, like there's no chance that you're ever going to like see each other again after mm-hmm. the album's made and you've done your tour. Like right. mm-hmm. you're too big to be able to come back together. And the fact right. that we were able to witness that was so cool Mm -hmm. so when this album was i saw it on the like upcoming i was like "Uh uh-uh mama (laughs) we are reviewing this album Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy we are you know i I got the call i showed up that's what i do aaron runs the schedule we i have to he runs it Mm -hmm. mama um, and it should be known that uh, Aaron is wearing the Brandy Carlisle t-shirt that I told him. He said, Luke, should I get this shirt? And I said, no. What'd he do? He bought it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really fucking cute. It was like $50. And I was like, go on Amazon. You'll get it for 20 in a couple days. And he said, no, I want you to You cannot. This, mm-hmm. this, the, the shirt I am wearing is a limited edition from the Fillmore in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You can't. This uh, is. This is a one of a one of probably like two hundred. Don't you? But you know what? You've worn it probably fifty times since, so it's a dollar a day. Dollar a day. Dollar a day. Mm-hmm. Don't you love when people ask your opinion on something and it's all for nothing? Yep. That's my favorite. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, like, should I get it? Like, no, what it's really expensive. Okay, there there is a friend of the pod that I know that like asks me for advice on buying things. All the fucking time. Oh my time. god, name a sister in my family. <laughs> and every fucking time I'm like, I don't think you need that. And every fucking I know time a week exactly later. exactly who you're talking every about. Week, it's a week later and it's like, well, I got it. <laughs> and I'm always like, okay, well. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're asking me. No. But you know what? That's right. I, I'm thankful to this person for confiding in me. And That's right gabbing about things that's right so thank you we all got a gab so thank you <laughs> so thank you um so now we're now we're um maybe do we have anything else to say about brandy her history etc cetera, etc cetera? i think outside of like maybe like her music might not be like someone's favorite like if someone listens to hip hop, I bet they would have a hard time like jiving with Brandy Carlisle. Sure. But what can't be argued is just like her ability and her talents. Like she's four mm-hmm. genres at once. She can sing the roof off of places. She's like a very sought after writer, producer. She's definitely worth checking out. Like and she's uh, cute. Yeah. And like e- like Tanya Tucker's album was completely produced by Brandy. She oh, co wrote everything. And it was Tanya Tucker's kind of like revival comeback type thing. Um, and it was just gorgeous. Like everything she does is just amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. My exposure pre-album was zero. Mm-hmm. Zilch. Zilch. None. Fresh face here. Well, that's a new perspective. We're gonna have to, to see what happens with that one. That's right, baby. Um, so album. Um, I was looking forward to it. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> what a good episode. I didn't know the album was released. (laughs) I like completely, it it popped up on my Spotify. You know how Spotify notifies you like, so-and-so released an album. And I was like, yes. Oh, Apple Music. Sorry. So I got notified and I was like, what the hell? I didn't even know this was in the works. Because she's just been so busy with the high women, Tanya Tucker. Her Mm. last album came out two years ago. She's been doing the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, like, 
So I, from what I understand with this album, so I watched um, Brandy Carlisle did an interview with Apple Music um, DJ mm-hmm. host Zane Lowe about this album. And who hypes everyone up so I well. knew you were going to say that. Literally, he does such a good job of like making everyone feel like... It doesn't matter if it's like Brandy Carlisle or like Lil Peep or Donald yeah. Duck. Like they're all... <laughs> Jojo Siwa. He's like, <laughs> you yeah. rocked this girl. Yeah. But I, th- but I also think that Zane Lowe does his research. Like mm-hmm. I think he also... He spends so much time like trying to figure that out. And I think that he spends a, a good chunk of the time just trying to relate to the person. Yep. Because in relating to the person, you can relate to the music. Mm-hmm. I, I know that Brandy was at first she was her I think her tour was postponed because of COVID. And so she was like having to deal with being at home and not really having as much to do and having to kind of go into that life. And I think for a while she was just like bored and also lost with like how do I keep doing this? How do I find inspiration? And that's where she was able to start kind of looking around herself and like looking at more of the simpler stuff in life. Um, to be able to to help give her inspiration, being a mom, um, being able to dive in deeper to like herself, and that's where she started to write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I didn't read the book, okay, um, but the book did come out this summer, and it sounds like it. If um, going deep, the um, Lord picture book from Antarctica, oh yeah, or going yeah. south, um, <laughs> going deep. Is the the that's companion an, novel to story. Solar Power? <laughs> well, then the, whatever this book is called, it's the companion to this album. Mm-hmm. Probably in a way much deeper way because that yeah. that picture book was not really anything to deeper again. But so long story short, um, this album she was talking about how it's it's a, a lot more. She had a lot more time to think about her life, especially as it related to the book, and it, the book truly didn't, didn't inspire the album mm. and, and the history behind it, which I thought was super interesting and gave me a different perspective as I listened in. Um, but overall, I mean, like, she starts off with a great track. Oh, yeah. <sighs> great track. Well, and that was her lead single, wasn't it? Lead's only single. And so, like, yeah. I completely missed it. Like, I just didn't hear anything until all of a sudden, Brandy Carlisle's new album, and I was like, what the hell? I just yeah. completely missed all of it. I mean, I I missed. I think I missed it coming out initially, and I also I think that I saw the. Well, actually, no, I saw the music video on my YouTube, like the the recommended thing. Recommended. But I'm I'm gonna be honest. I saw her hair, and I didn't want to watch the music video. Oh mm-hmm. my god, let's talk about that. Anytime you see a thumbnail, and yeah. that sways your opinion on <laughs> yeah. if you're gonna take the time. Click on him. I was like, I don't need to do this one. But then when I was preparing for Bottle Rock, I went to her Essentials playlist again and just like listened again to some of the songs there and right on time was on it. And I was like, okay, I'm excited for this. Yeah. 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 It did creep up on me though. I was not expecting it to come out this week, but here we are. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Well, and I have to say like, obviously we've all experienced COVID. We all have our own like experience or experience from it. But when it comes to like art, like there's just going to be an avalanche of stories that are going to come out about Mm -hmm. COVID. So when I saw the title, I just kind of was a little like, I don't think I'm ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. But it, she did so in a way, narratively, that didn't seem COVID-centric at all. No. It was just, like, reflection, okay. um, which I was really thankful for, because I was worried that it might get a little too, like, preachy of, a, like, something yeah. we all know very well. Yeah. Which I think I think it kind of turned in because it was, she was bored, so she wrote a book. Mm-hmm. The book made her have to go through all of her, like, childhood history and her family, et cetera, et cetera. 
And that's what brought on her ability to be able to tell those stories in it. So it wasn't about like, I'm bored and COVID, which was kind of a a nice addition. But in terms of the sound, it was just trademark Brandy Carlisle. Like, I don't think you could go and say it was too much different from anything she's ever done before, but I don't think anyone was ever asking her to change. Well, I did notice way more rock. And so this has become a thing with Lord, with St. Vincent, mm-hmm. like 70s is coming back in a really a big, big way production way. So like when mm-hmm. I heard this, I heard Leonard Skinner, I heard Led Zeppelin. And like, she's kind of always toyed around with like folk rock, but this was like, there were some times where it's like, oh wow, she's like really taking Screen us to church. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh God. Um, but yeah, I had, a, I had a really fun time listening to it. Um, Simon, as a first time Brandy Carlisle listener. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? What what was going through your head? First of all, thank you so much for asking. Um, second of all, I thought that the intro song just flowed really well into the rest of the album. It was a great starter. It was such a good starter. It got me really excited. And I'd say for the most part, just as a new listener, no exposure to her whatsoever, that momentum kept up through most of the album. I think so too. Yeah. I And I was, um, you know, I didn't get a chance to go through and look at the lyrics for every song, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. the ones I did, I was like very impressed with just the ability. Like you, you said, you can tell there's a clear talent across the board yeah. with everything, mm-hmm. yeah. which I appreciate. Can I just, uh, it's, I, I don't, it's neither my top bop or biggest flop, but in, actually no, I, We'll, we'll do we'll do top bops and then I'll I'll bring it up because I have okay. like there's a song that I do want to talk about because I think it's just it's it's funny and seasonal. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I describe you too. I say listen to bop or pop bop or flop. I say it's funny and seasonal. It's funny, funny and, and seasonal. seasonal. We'll we'll loop back to the funny and seasonal. Um. So, in terms of album, for me, this is a solid bop. I will go back to this album and listen to it beginning to end. It 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 has a continuous story. It has a continuous beat. All the songs sound great together, and there's not one that I'd like truly like. I wouldn't just pick out songs. So like for me, this album is a total bop. Um, happy it's in Brandy's repertoire. I can't wait for her to come to her Minneapolis to see her again. Fabulous. Is she on the calendar? I don't think so. Not right okay. now. TB announced tbc i see her at the armory though i see her growing a little bit i well i think the reason why she she performed at the film i think she could have done the armory i Mm -hmm. think she did the fillmore because it was opening weekend and she had three nights in a row oh i didn't know that okay that makes sense she did three nights there wow so i think fyi i know we talked about uh, venues before but fillmore i feel like what their plan is is to get names that you would probably be able to get at armory and get them at the Fillmore charge because the tickets are, were like I think like a hundred dollars or something. Mm-hmm. Charge people more to be able to see a bigger artist in a smaller venue, oh. which I think is like something that we don't have here. Yeah, fair. And if you can get if you can get the artist to be here for like two nights and do that, mm. like which for like a Brandy Carlisle is a dream because touring's hell. Like right, going like city to city every day if you can be in the same city for a couple days and sell each day out like fuck yeah absolutely easy um where was i before sorry bob bob Bob. Mm -hmm. period bob pop um so that's that's a confirmed certified bop Mm -hmm. here on bopper flop yes i'll say um as the new listener on the pod um i was intrigued enough that i will continue to listen yeah 
I need more time with the album, I think. I want you like to go a, to, like, do, does Spotify have, like, Essentials playlists? Yes. Listen to her Essentials playlist mm-hmm. okay. a couple times. Okay. And then go to the album again as, like, a... I will say, even from, like, first to second listen, big jump in appreciation for it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not totally sure why it was so dramatic, but... Um, I, it was noticeable. Mm-hmm. So, and I think if I continue to listen to it more, I'll just like it even more. Right. It is a bot for me. I yeah. will go back and continue to listen. You kind of like uh, Manny with his blop where he was like, Ugh, I think I'll eventually that. grow to love it and it'll be a bop. But right now I'm not sure. <sighs> I forgot about that. There were a lot uh, of firsts with him. He tried to really game the system. He pushed the envelope. He really mm. shifted the format. <laughs> shifted what was possible. A bit. Yeah. He did. Um, does anyone want to go first for what their top bop is? Um, we didn't get an official sign-off from Luke. Oh. No, he said, he said bop. He did. It's a bop for me. Okay, yeah, I just yeah. need it on record mm-hmm. again. Oh, yeah, we, we had bop and bop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, sometimes I yeah. don't hear everything. Yes, mm-hmm. no. No, I don't either. I don't either. For the record, I wasn't asked. <laughs> Thank you. No, you weren't. You yes. weren't. You weren't. But, like, I think after after um, I was like, where are we? You go, you go it's a bop. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bop. So that it was, yeah. Whatever. Here we are. <laughs> Moving on to top bops. You try this. Yeah, you try. You try. You try managing a podcast, bitch. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, um, do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, it's like not exciting. I went with right on time because it's so good. Well, we're I gonna have to. That. We're gonna have to watch it. Yay. Okay. We'll be right back. Be right back. Let them live while they can. Oh my God, that song is so good. So good, good. Good choice. Thank you. That wasn't the song. No. No. We, Spoiler alert, we did watch the Grammy performance also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, But we're not going to talk about that one. And I think we all agreed that, um, Brandy, we missed your old hair. We missed your old hair. <laughs> we did. Um, I feel like within the two music videos, or two videos I've seen, and the album cover, I could pin down her style. I could be her stylist right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I easy. know what she wants to wear. Easy yep. stuff. Easy e- stuff. She yep. wants a tight jean. She wants flannel either uh, a flannel top or a blazer, blazer. or something bedazzled. Yep. Um, little this, little like that. a like a navy or a maroon mm-hmm. or a, you know uh, that kind of thing. A sequins you know, bow tie. A sequins bow tie. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. But I have to say, yeah. um, so happy you picked right on time. What a fucking good song. <sighs> what mm-hmm. a slapper. One of those voices that I would just rather go see her live than listen to the album. I think. Yep. She's. I th- I think anyone could appreciate going to a Brandy Carlisle show and you'd leave being like she is a masterful artist. I got chills. Mm-hmm. That so voice good. is incredible. She is so good. Uh, one of my favorite lines on Right on Time is it wasn't right but it was right on time like mm-hmm. the the double uh, use of the word right in yeah. terms of um kind of situation sometimes it's not exactly what needs to happen but it happens anyways and it happens right when it needs to happen. Yeah. I think there's something kind of beautiful about that. Yeah. Um so great song choice. Do you have anything to say? I mean, I just she's incredible. I think her songwriting is so simple, and yet what makes the Brandy Carlisle song so great is it's always narrative, and there's always a very clear beginning, middle, and end mm-hmm. in every song. And I think it gets hard with folk music because sometimes it's like 
like yeah. just like kind of boring and there's yeah. so much movement in her songs and it's because of like the story she's telling so i uh, yeah loved it great start to the album mm-hmm. oh, so uh, good. So good. luke do you want to go second or yeah, me too i can go so this was actually a really hard decision for me i have three songs that i actually have been listening to kind of over and over again and i remember when i heard this one um Whenever I listen to an album, the first time I, I like make it a rule of like, okay, no repeats. You need to listen to it in order. Yeah. And I, when I got to this, I was like, shit, I really want to listen to this on repeat, but I'm not gonna. Um, and that was You and Me on the Rock, which is literally the second uh, song. Okay. And so, do we listen first? Or we listen to it. Let's listen. All right. We'll be right back. You and Me on the Rock? Ugh. Great song. Great song. So why'd you choose that one? So lyrically, it's, in my opinion, the most romantic on the album. And it's so like funny because I think that what she's historically known for is writing these really beautiful breakup, like things that just like Hard crush your heart. Yeah. yeah. And like she can really get bluesy. And this was so sweet. And like, I actually don't gravitate towards sweetness songs. I'm like the like pull my heart out, stomp on it and then give it back. Yeah. Um, and too. this was just so romantic. And then also just like sonically, um, this could have been on um, Court and Spark by Joni Mitchell. Like this sounded very much like Free Man in Paris. And it she, was very Joni Mitchell. She literally, she wrote this song to be a Joni Mitchell song. And yeah. And played it for Joni Mitchell. I didn't know that. Yeah. But, no, yeah, she did. Really? Oh. And Joni was like, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Which Joni Mitchell is like very like not emotional with people. Like she's very like kind of Bob Dylan-y and so that probably mm-hmm. is a big deal. But another influence, um, since it's spooky season, I have to mention it. Uh, Beetlejuice. So I'm oh. looking it up right now, but there's a Harry Belafonte song where like Gina Davis, Beetlejuice, like Gina Davis is in her wedding dress and they're all like dancing. Yeah. And it's to Absolutely. Sweetheart from Venezuela. And mm-hmm. so like that repeated like chord that was there playing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so it was like the same tempo. And that was my first thing. And then the second thought was like, oh my God, this is Court and Spark. So mm-hmm. um, I confession. Yeah. This is my uh, top bop as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. Uh, when this song came on after Right on Time, I was like, well, that's going to be a good album. Mm-hmm. I love that, like, I don't know if I fully understand it right now. I think I do. But the passage in the song about where it compares to, like, Paper playing to the girl. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. So oh, good. Uh, that is, like, pure talent to be able to relate a story with so few words that spans, like, such a gap between two very different things Mm -hmm. and then by the end of it you're like okay i get that Mm -hmm. you did that but luke everything that you said i echo as like not only like it started with the that that fun little melody Uh that just like got me super excited and was like oh god this song is like a really it's gonna be a fun one a fun (laughs) one And then when you listen to the song and it's pretty much just about like, let's like escape all of the the bullshit of the world. Let's mm-hmm. escape the capitalism. As long as we're here together, like that's mm-hmm. all it takes. And like Brandy Carlisle, like I, other thing that you, <coughs> uh, uh, I've learned about her too, is that she, um, she's pretty much had the same cabin like that's literally walking distance from her like uh childhood home oh. since mm-hmm. like 
like 15 years ago, like way before she was like as famous as she is now. And she's <laughs> just kept it. She's very much the type that like I could imagine would still want to go like drive around the U.S. in a van, like oh, just sure. scraping by. Um, probably because like she she grew up poor and she grew up like kind of struggling to find things. And so like kind of having that that mentality of, of being grateful for everything you have, like mm-hmm. she really has. And this is, I think, a perfect example of how she took some of those learnings throughout life and placed it in a song of like, I don't need all that fancy shit mm-hmm. as long as we're together. Fuck. That's well, a good one. And it's like not complicated lyricism. It's just like storytelling. And it was just so it's so simple. It's one of those it's one of those songs where I'm like, how has this not been told before kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And obviously it has because it's a love song, but it was told in such an original, simple way where it's like, wow. Like it's just she has such a talent. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, so the one song that I wanted to talk about that oh, is yeah. not because <laughs> um, I, I I wanted to like leave it. For discussion, if it came up to be one of your favorites, which mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it to, but you never know, mm-hmm. was we're in the spooky season, and there's definitely a song called Mama Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Who's she? Mama Werewolf is a drag queen. Which I will <laughs> tell you, because I was... I was <laughs> Maybe I'm first, just rebranded. Mama Werewolf. <laughs> um, it came out at the gym this morning, and it made me inspired to be like, ooh, this is spooky ooky season. And so then I listened to Kim Petra's <laughs> yeah, uh, Turn Out the Lights. Absolutely. Which it turns out is just like a, a banger of an album to work out to, too. Oh, it's just like, it's got God, the, the yes. strong yeah. bass. Oh, yep. So good. But Mama Were- Werewolf just being a song about her being <laughs> like, oh, I'm protective of my children. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I fucking loved yeah. Um, it'll be added to all of my Halloween playlists. <laughs> Could you imagine you listening to all these like, pump up songs and then, the, and then Mama were... Yeah. Oh, That's all I had to say about this that This follows one. Boo Bitch on playlists. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of it. Uh-huh. It's an eclectic now. playlist. Um, I had a really tough time picking Biggest Flop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really tough time because there are a lot of really solid songs in the album and I don't really think that there's I wouldn't call any of them B or I wouldn't have them any of them as a flop but like Biggest Flop is kind of just the worst song of the bunch yeah mm-hmm. I gotta give it to Center Saints and Fools mm-hmm. it I don't know why it just it didn't ring as like much into my ear and didn't connect with me as much as other songs did in terms of standing out. I think there's something there to that, Aaron, because my first two listens, the exact same time of the album, I go, how much is left in this album? And it was on that song. And I don't know why that is right now. Mm -hmm. I'm still working through that. Yeah, I'm still trying to digest. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It was definitely one of the more rock-centric songs. Like, I remember very explicitly being like, like Metallica came to my mind which like sonically they don't sound the same but I just was like arena rock like this Mm -hmm. would sound so good in an arena Mm -hmm. but I do have to constantly look at the song because all I can think of whenever I get a song title like this is Gypsy Tramps and Thieves by (laughs) Shad exactly so I was like I had to look but for different reasons of like wait what's it called again but Cher did invent that uh, formula Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. correct she did so Simon was that also your biggest flag it was Mm. Well, that leaves only Luke. You know, like, I don't actually have a good reason other than I'm just going to pick Stay Gentle. Um, And I just don't know her. I don't know what she sounds like. If she walked by me on the street, I'd say, who's that? I Mm. I wouldn't have a clue who she was. I don't remember it. 
And that's my only reason. So I, I actually liked Stay Gentle because it's mm. all just about, like, it's her kind of being like, we get beaten up so much in the world, like, by by people, by relationships, by, like, your job, et cetera, et cetera, that you start to, like, continue to build up a shell of not letting anyone in. Mm. And she's kind of just saying, like, find ways to... Um, to still have that innocence about you, that childhood, that like um, openness to to being vulnerable, and so I do like say gentle, but like I can also see that like if you if if it didn't stand out to you when you were going through the lyrics or whatever else, then like or maybe the lyrics just didn't stand out because they weren't whatever. Yeah, I could totally see it, but like yeah and again like i just i didn't really do a deep dive on the lyrics or like look any of them up but i just like yeah. i couldn't tell you the melody i don't have a single clue about any of it no that's okay mm-hmm. that's fair yeah and, and i've listened like five or six times so it's like yeah i'm gonna let the leaders in on a little secret yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. i like when i don't have a biggest flap i'll just pick a song <gasps> <laughs> you are revealing the curtain oh, oh my no. god uh aaron <laughs> New format for season three. Sometimes just pick a random. <laughs> I've I've been I've been meaning to talk to Simon because it came up this morning. How many like, times has this happened? I don't want to say how many times. Just do a Russian roulette. Do a little wheel, and then the whatever it lands on, whatever song it lands on, you have to talk about. Wait, rain on me is gonna be my biggest flop. <laughs> I don't think I have ever done that for a biggest flop. I literally there have been more than one album that I have oh gone to, and God. I've been like, I have spent. I'm too long sh- trying shocked. to figure out what my biggest flop is. I'm shocked. To the point that I think I wanted, I, I would love to change the formula in future seasons. Maybe not no. this season. Well, to go like, are there any flops? And if so, what's the biggest one? Mm. You, you could pull a crown in every two seasons, switch it up. That's what we could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Wear wigs. And I'll age myself. Get Olivia Coleman on here. Oh. Olivia Coleman. She'd, be, be, she'd be an interesting guest. Mm-hmm. It'll be an, she'll be an interesting guest. So now we've we've done it all. We've done it all, except one part. Except one part, and that is single, single session. session. Oh crap! Hmm. I tried to. I think you got it close. I think we got it, it close. close. We've never we done can, that before. We can edit it. Mm-hmm. We'll edit it. We'll edit it. <laughs> wink, wink. Edit it in post. So who wants to start with that? Uh, I do. I do. I do. I do really badly. Okay. Um, so. For some of you who may follow me on Instagram, uh, you see that I was in a bidding war for a vinyl this weekend. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Um, And the vinyl in question is a formative uh, album for me. It is one of the first albums I listened to where I thought, music can be that gay. And that was uh, the album Aquarium by Aqua mm-hmm. of Barbie Girl fame. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love. Such a good album. Anyways, I did get outbid on this vinyl. Um, there was a time where the only available pressings of this vinyl were like $300. So it's just been on my wish list, but not like a real attainable vinyl for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got really depressed after I lost this vinyl because it was only like $90, yeah. which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. And then like an idiot, I found out that the record label just did a repressing in like 2021 at some point. And so I literally just added it to my cart, $50. It's <laughs> it's It's shipping from Russia in like two weeks. So... Easy. I went I went through all this stress and drama and like posted on my Instagram. Mm. So anticlimactic. But 
I am shouting it out to the song Lollipop, parentheses Candyman. <laughs> Fucking slapper. So good. I love Aqua. I'll have to go back. You gotta. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know too much other than Barbie Girl, but I remember, like, you know, seven-year-old me. Mm. I mean... Mm. Formative. Mm-hmm. So, um, Luke, what's your single obsession? Um, so this song has been out for a minute. It was released by one of my favorite artists who has just like totally shifted, changed, grown. It's been so fun to watch him become who he is. Um, so it's probably probably tied for first as my favorite album of the year. Um, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator's the album. Oh, oh that's one we didn't explore on the pod. Mm, we have not yet. My um, single obsession is Juggernaut. Oh, it's okay. just and you know obviously um, maybe like a person who's like a Brandy Carlisle fan wouldn't necessarily love Tyler the Creator mm-hmm. although I do mm-hmm. but you gotta just give him credit for just his artistry his videos are fantastic lyrics are on point he's so funny he can command a stage like no one else also yep. a really good Grammy performance but he had a great appearance on the Eric Andre show if you're familiar no who's that oh god the Eric Andre show just. Just type that into YouTube. It's is it uh, like Tim and Eric? Is it Eric of Tim and Eric? No, it's um like a wackadoo parody of the late night talk show mm-hmm. where oh. just the craziest shit happens and like people who go on often don't realize what it is. They just think it's a normal talk show and then all of a sudden like his coffee cup explodes or something falls from the ceiling. It's chaotic. he's insane and he's not afraid to like just do something outlandish for the sake of the performance like his Mm -hmm. Grammy performance at times was just like is this guy possessed and like when he's on stage he truly is like he's Mm -hmm. so fantastic so juggernaut love that how about you Aaron what are you shaking and grooving to this week so it um, I was listening to Brandy a lot this week and I think Apple Music and Spotify both have this feature where after the album's done it'll start playing songs that are like similar or whatever. Yes. It'll just keep going, which yes, yes, yes. for turn off the light, it had, uh, <laughs> um, crazy in love Beyonce as like okay. the next song. And I was like, this doesn't feel like the right song. I have a feeling the Spotify algorithm might've played something a little more appropriate, <laughs> but I was listening to Brandy Carlisle and the song called he's fine by the secret sisters, um, came up Ooh. this morning and I ended up going back and like backing it and then playing mm-hmm. again because I loved it. It was like, it's it's so fun. It's very much this vibe. Um, so I'm excited to go back and listen to more Secret Sisters and kind of feel more of that vibe. But love that. That's my single obsession. Oh, that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Luke. We had yeah, a, thank you. We had a blast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Some hard stop. My hole. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you know, I, I think um, that works. I think yep. my hole, I suppose. Yep. Yeah, That's absolutely. Um, uh, Aaron, where can people find you? Um, at the Aaron on all social medias. Uh, it'll be in the podcast description. That's right. What about Simon? Will, we've never said that on the podcast before. It'll be in the podcast. <laughs> I know. I mean, it always is in the podcast. Becoming so mechanic. Yeah. I know. We've Not the episode I did. I don't. The one I had to upload, I don't think it made it in. Because I, I... Well. Hmm. Hmm. No? Okay. Well. Hmm. Okay. Well. 
Maybe we had a oh, new okay. listener or two yeah. who didn't know where to find them. Well, when the cat's <laughs> away, the mice will play, right? That's, That's what they say. That's what they say. Uh, you can find me on Instagram on the weekends, at The Realist Simon. Uh, if you want to follow my smorgasbord, eclectic, anything I like gets added to this playlist, you can follow me on Spotify. I love this playlist. Um, I'm always adding to it. There you go. Oh, and at Bopper Flop Podcast. Don't forget. Don't forget. And you know, while you're at it, leave a review, huh? Leave a review. Leave a review. It doesn't take too long, but it means a lot to us. That's right. I haven't checked on our rival podcast we lately. Don't, we don't check them anymore. Yeah. but They're dead. They're dead they're to dead. me. But yeah. if I did check on them, we need to get moving up on the SEO. Yeah, we need you know to, what I mean? we have to move down. That's right. Get them down. That's right. Cut them dry. Get them out of here. Well, uh, bye, everyone. I don't know what else to say. Love you. Love you.